Egovology Impact Series podcast in which we share the experiences and inspirations of social entrepreneurs and change makers around the world in education. I'm Vandana. Today we are delighted to have Damani Gibbs, Chief Financial Officer of Nova Pioneer Education from South Africa, here as our honored guest. Nova Pioneer Education Group is a pan-African independent school network offering preschool through secondary education for students from ages 3 through 19. They work to prepare the next generation of leaders and innovators through world-class teaching and methods with an emphasis on 21st century skills. Damani was previously a founding team member of Bain & Company's Africa practice. He previously worked across New York, London, and South Africa for Morgan Stanley. He holds an MBA from Harvard Business School, a master's, a master's in economic and social history from Oxford University, where he is a Rose Scholar, and a BS from Cornell University. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me, Damani. Sure, happy to. So can you share with us the story of Nova Pioneer and founding and mission? Sure. So quite simply, uh, our mission uh, is to increase access to high-quality uh, education uh, on, on the continent. And when we break that up into different pieces, um, I think the, 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 the access part is, is quite key, which means you know, how, do we, how do we make private education uh, accessible to families? So Currently, we, we cater to middle-class and emerging middle-class families for the most part, and also looking to see how do we make it even more affordable uh, 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 by introducing a model that can be even lower fee. That's one, that's one part of access, the affordability aspect of it, given um, you know, quality, the perception is that quality private schools on the continent are, are quite expensive and also difficult to get into. Uh, the other part of the access is really around scale and uh, wanting to really uh, reach as many communities as, as, as possible. And so we've got a, a, a lighthouse goal of 100 schools uh, in 10 years. Um, and this would probably be across Southern Africa, East Africa, and West Africa. Um, and what that allows us to do is to, you know, not just focus on one country, but but to really get to this, you know, a scale across, a meaningful scale across uh, uh, three regions. Um, and currently we're in South Africa and, and Kenya uh, uh, to date. Um, and then perhaps the biggest thing really is around wh what do we mean when we think about quality education. I think this is probably what gets us the most excited about the opportunity um, is the, I think, you know, we've been stuck in a very traditional approach to education. Uh, for quite some time, uh, especially on the continent. And, you know, especially here in Africa, uh, we face a set of unique challenges where we, you know, the, the need for innovation and leadership is, uh, is, is critical as we think about the next kind of generation of, of, of leaders uh, that are going to be shaping the, 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 the African century. And this is, I think there's been a lot of... Uh, work done uh, in pockets that really moves away from the traditional approach and focuses on building you know, the right type of skills, and whether it's focusing on problem solving and critical thinking or you know, collaboration and, and leadership that we think are going to be most relevant um, for, the, for, the, for the kids 
of today um, in their, you know, careers and futures of, of tomorrow. Um, and I think that's really what gets us excited, the opportunity to, to, shape, to shape that uh, and be thought leaders and to collaborate with other thought leaders uh, on that. And so I think um, that's, that's likely going to be our big differentiator, how we're able to achieve that and really move away from a traditional approach to one that is more geared at innovation and leadership. So Nova Pioneer students excel not only academically, but they also learn to be tomorrow's innovators and leaders, as you mentioned. So can you describe Nova Pioneer's approach to learning and the culture that it fosters? Yep. So from a learning point of view, there, there are a couple um, aspects that we, we try to focus on. Um, one is a, 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 a big part of it is, is character building and how do we drive that, and that is embodied um, really in our culture and our six culture principles. Um, so culture principles like uh, always growing, solutions first, greater together, servant leadership are, are you know, kind of become a part of the day-to-day the, um, -day at Nova Pioneer. And that goes from students as young as three years old all the way to the teachers and, 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 uh, and staff. Um, and so that, that, that for us is huge because we live and breathe that and, and uh, forms a way for us to express ourselves and hold ourselves to high, uh, to high standards and for the students to use that as a, almost as a toolkit for how they approach uh, not just life at school but kind of everyday, everyday life. So those are kind of the core uh, building blocks. Um, the other things we do, again, it varies between, between primary and secondary school, but we, we try to make the approach to learning um, more collaborative and more of a facilitation as opposed to the teacher kind of, you know, standing at the front of the classroom and, and lecturing. So you'll see from the way our classroom spaces are designed, where students sit around tables as opposed to in rows, um, all the way to the types of activities that happen during the week. So, for example, we have exploration days where students are, you know, working on, on, on projects that are meant to kind of reinforce the concepts, not only reinforce the concepts they're learning in the classroom, but also to, um, to really, you know, inspire a sense of curiosity uh, in, in the students and kind of and really build a joy of, of learning. Um, the other core part of, of, of the curriculum is how do we create leadership opportunities for all students and, and you know, doing that in a very deliberate way. Uh, and again, um, for us, that means, you know, structuring, structuring the teaching and learning such that each student either rotates through a, a leadership role or we create uh, um, just more opportunities than you would normally find in a school for leadership. Uh, across a variety of, of areas um, and having the opportunity for kids that even as like I said as young as three in the pre-primary to participate in some of those and uh, and for students in you know in the secondary whether it's leading clubs or you know um, driving initiatives in their community to also uh, build those types of skills as well. Yeah, I think developing a collaborative environment is really important. So one of the key principles of Nova Pioneer's culture, as you mentioned, is promoting the joy of learning. How do you achieve this in your students? 
Yeah, so I think one of the things we try to do is, is to make learning quite practical. Um, and so we, we try to do a lot more project-based uh, work and at a younger age um, be quite reactive to the interests of the, of, the, of the students. So what that means is, you know, it, it, it's a little bit harder because, it, you know, a teacher might have a, a particular curriculum, um, but it's not set in stone such that they are going to come in and, and regardless of, you know, what the students are interested in, they're just going to teach that curriculum. At, at Nova Pioneer, there are some things that are created just based, you know, for a given week, for example, just based on the interests of the students. If a student comes in and at a morning meeting, um, they're talking about, uh, I don't know, say uh, ants, for example, uh, as, a random, as a random example. Um, the, you know, there's an opportunity for the teacher to create a lesson uh, or projects where the kids can go outside and study the, you know, study some aspects of ants, how they create their homes, why they're so strong, and and it really kind of just builds on the curiosity of the students um, uh, to create lessons around that and to create opportunities for learning around that. And I think you know if you do that from now at a, at an early age, uh, I think students are you know rather than being just fed content to digest and and um, and mm -hmm. to to spit back out of the exams, they actually are excited about learning and they see it as a as a lifelong as a lifelong thing. I think the other aspect of creating a joy of learning is, you know, it's not necessarily building a culture such that it's not necessarily about right or wrong answers, um, but it's about the process to get there. And part of that is allowing the space for uh, students to debate ideas, to challenge each other, uh, you know, respectfully. But not to feel like you know you're only going to participate if you if you think you know the answer. Uh, but you know, building the confidence to uh, to take a chance to you know to to learn from 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 being wrong or or or, or learn from failing at things. Um, and I think then you have you have you enjoy the process more because it's not it's not just about if you're wrong then you haven't learned anything, but it's really about you know. Um, uh, you know, how do you really learn from from uh, from failure or from uh, that collaborative or debate type of style versus uh, uh, just telling you what the answer is? So I think one of the big issues in education today is how do you challenge high potential students while also providing support for students who might be struggling? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, I think... The, the, when you know when I grew up in, in I'm originally from Barbados, when I grew up in Barbados, we were streamed quite early on, and so based on you know how well you did in a in a in your exams, you were kind of placed in a class with with students of similar ability, um, or with you know who had who had achieved similar similar scores, and uh, you know to, to some extent that was probably easier for for the teachers to to, to manage. I think. Um, you know the, the the way Nova Pioneer works, where we are one that you know that you will have students with different abilities in a class, but also we aren't we don't want to be overly selective in in um, the students we admit into into Nova Pioneer either. And so part of our responsibility is if if a child comes in that is uh, potentially behind, that we're also able to 
um, uh, catch them up, you know, which, which, which makes our jobs a little bit harder, but, but it's a great challenge to have. I think one of the big things to solving that is, is to create the space to have enough individual attention or breakouts to be able to, uh, as you said, you know, if, if someone has, you know, very, if there's a high potential student, being able to push and challenge them um, and being able to kind of carve out specific exercises or, or carve out activities for them to do while still at the same time being able to support uh, students who may be struggling with a particular concept. And one of the ways in which we do that is through teaching teams. And so typically in a class, you've got two teachers. Uh, one is a, uh, what we call an anchor teacher. Um, and then we have a more junior teacher in the class as well. And what that allows us to do is, depending on the activity, we're able to split the groups out. Um, and so you may have a larger group at times working on something, and then one of the teachers is able to spend time with two or three students, uh, either, again, pushing and challenging them because they've already mastered some of the, some of the concepts and material and, and are, are waiting or are hungry to, to, to learn more, or vice versa, where you have some students who uh, need to catch up. Um, and can use that individual attention. So that's one of the biggest ways, I think, in which we, in which we do it through uh, our teaching uh, teams. So given all the work you do, can you share with us some stories that encapsulate your work and mission? Absolutely. So um, I think one of the, you know, it's interesting, we, one of the biggest pieces of feedback we receive from parents, um, and we do a lot of, we try to do a lot of, um, uh, we try to create a lot of opportunities to get feedback so, so that we continue to improve. One of the biggest pieces of positive feedback we've had from parents is just the increase in confidence um, that their children have had since joining Nova, Nova Pioneer. Um, whether they were shy before or, you know, they, they um, weren't comfortable speaking in front of a group or, you know, Whatever it is, I think that's one big theme that we've seen that I think um, for us is, is a big success story because I think you know confidence is, is you know uh, in some ways half the battle a lot of times, um, mm -hmm. and so that's one one big thing. I think there are other specific stories of of certain students. So, for example, in in Kenya, there was a student who you know um, created an an, an app. Uh, and won a, 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 an entrepreneurship contest with that app. In South Africa, there's another student who wrote a book um, and is, you know, engaged in a variety of different activities around um, personal growth and development. And, and again, I think he's only uh, 16 or, or 17. And so, you know, you have some of those stories where I think it, um, it really encapsulates what we hope our students endeavor to become. Um, and that, you know, true kind of innovators and, and, and leaders. And it's clearly still very early days, um, but we imagine, you know, one of the true indicators of success would be, if, you know, 20, 15 years, uh, 10 years, 20 years down the line, you know, how many of our students are really having an impact or are, or, you know, doing things that are entrepreneurial versus your, you know, kind of regular, um, uh, uh, jobs or, or careers. 
So today's podcast is focused on impact evaluation and assessment. How do you measure your impact in the communities you work with, and what kinds of qualitative or quantitative metrics do you use? Yep. So from a, from a, I guess from a community point of view, um, you know, clearly a big, big impact would be the impact on our, on our students. Um, and you know their ability to go out and, and shape their futures, uh, and so that's something that you know we're still probably a little ways away from from uh, capturing uh, fully in terms of what that looks like. But what we do today really is is measure the growth that they're having uh, uh, with us. So based on where you started um, uh, uh, with us to you know after a year, two years, six months. We, we do um, international benchmark uh, testing, uh, I think twice a year. Um, and that allows us to, one, just compare with a high global standard um, versus uh, just a local standard. Uh, and two, it allows us to really get strong data about the growth of students um, and where, and where we, we, you know, we need to double down on, on, on support. So I think one, one big impact area is we've seen strong growth uh, at or above kind of global men- benchmark in, 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 our, in our students. And I think that has a big impact in the communities and where they're coming from. I think the other, the other big impact is just around um, uh, uh, job creation. We've, you know, since we started, we've created over 300 jobs, um, you know, in, in environments where uh, there's a high job uh, a high uh, unemployment rate uh, or high un- unemployment rate. And so for us, that's been, you know, uh, uh, had a big impact in our communities. And as we continue to grow, you know, we continue to hire more people. So, you know, and, and the more students we can serve. So we, we anticipate, you know, within the next uh, five to eight years, you know, being able to serve close to, uh, you know, 20,000 students. Um, and and having you know uh, over two thousand jobs created, uh, and so we're, you know again we're a little ways away from that, but I think those are the two big things in terms of impact in the communities, uh, jobs, and uh, the, the growth that um, our students are, are are having, and and the the potential for what it means when when they can um, make a difference and make an impact in their communities. So what are some of the community reactions to your work? So it's generally been positive. I mean, every time we, we open a school, um, you know, we, we consider the school to be part of, part of the community. Um, and mm-hmm. so we would, we would try to, one, uh, you know, even before the school opens, once we know we're going to be in a particular area, uh, meet with the various stakeholders, you know, have everyone uh, learn a bit more about what, you know, what the school is about and who we are. Um, at times, to be honest, you know, right at the beginning, there's always some hesitancy because uh, sometimes folks just don't want change in, in the community. And sometimes, you know, when folks think of a school, they think about traffic or they think about, you know, other things that just disrupt the, you know, kind of the, the norm of, um, of, of how, they've been, how they've been living. But um, it's, it's been amazing. I think once we've been able to engage with people and folks, 
get a better sense of what we're doing. The response has been quite fan- fantastic, and we've, you know, we've we've hosted community events on campus. We uh, allow um, communities to use the facilities for uh, for uh, events, whether sports or you know religious uh, services from time to time. So we see ourselves really as you know trying to integrate into the community, um, and uh, and and I think it's been a it's been a very positive engagement uh, uh, thus far. Yeah, that's really wonderful. So as you look into the next three to five years, what are your goals for Nova Pioneer Education? So I think the biggest thing for us really um, that will drive success is uh, is people. Um, and and so I think, you know, as we look at all these other other goals of, you know, reaching more students and delivering uh, a high quality education, it, it all comes back down to, do we have the right people in place, and are we uh, providing them with the right level of uh, uh, development to be successful and and grow and lead in in their roles? And so uh, for us, that's one of the biggest biggest things that um, we, we want to get right and, and is number one on our list for, uh, for success. Um, uh, the other, the, the second thing is really the, you know, the, uh, and, you know, the, the intertwined very closely, but the results of our students, how are students doing? And, you know, the next five years we'll have a lot more data, we'll learn a lot more, we, you know, we, we will continue to learn and adapt and I think, um, really seeing strong growth, continuing to see strong growth in our students and more examples of those types of success stories that we spoke about earlier um, is, is absolutely critical. And then I think the third is, is more of an enabler, but important nonetheless, is uh, just from a business and scaling perspective, ensuring we've got the right systems and processes in place that allow us to focus our energy and efforts really on the, on the things that matter. Um, and so in the next two to three years, it's really about getting those things in place pretty quickly, such that when we hit uh, another inflection point from a growth point of view, that, um, that things don't break, right? Uh, or they may stretch, mm-hmm. which is fine, but, but, but they don't break. Um, and so those are kind of three critical pillars, I think, uh, that uh, we're going to be focusing on over the next five years, and I think we're going to be critical to uh, getting to that lighthouse goal in, in 10 years. So lastly, how can our listeners get involved? Great question. Um, you know, I think one of the things we pride ourselves on is, uh, you know, being a, being a school for global citizens. And so, um, you know, we try to host uh, different speakers or, you know, different mentorship Program so there's there's always a way to get involved whether you're passing through South Africa, or you know or you 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 um, would love the opportunity to speak to our our students which we can facilitate over a a video a video call so that's one I think uh, thing that that's that's hopefully pretty easy but has high impact on our students and just the exposure that they can uh, that they can get to you know to different fields or to different uh, you know, uh, regions that they wouldn't have normally been familiar with. Um, the other thing we're trying to do is uh, uh, raise funds to support 
uh, more scholarships because at this point we we don't have the even though we're a for profit we we don't have the capital to uh, to provide meaningful financial aid as yet and so we love the opportunity to be able to provide more students for, more scholarships for students who um, are really high potential but but can't afford our, our fees and so we each year we hold um, fundraising efforts that are usually centered around um, a big challenge. So last year, for example, it was uh, Kilimanjaro for the kids, where uh, members of our team, uh, both in South Africa and Kenya, climbed Kilimanjaro. Uh, and then this year is kilometers for the kids. So in, in each region, uh, the teams are going to run a marathon, half marathons and, and marathons. Um, and, and those funds will go towards scholarships, but they'll also go towards some uh, STEM initiatives, uh, um, like maker spaces and so on, that are, that are consistent with, you know, kind of the theme of, of innovation. And so that's another way to get involved from, from a uh, contribution point of view uh, to support some of those initiatives uh, uh, as well. Um, yeah, and I'd say the third is really just... Uh, you know, thought partnership. So if there are any ideas, whether it's around technology or things that, you know, you've seen that um, you think would resonate with us or would have an impact on the students, we are always eager to learn um, and, uh, and you know, super excited about education. And we'll love uh, uh, if anyone has ideas about, you know, what we can do better, uh, we'd love to hear those as well. As well. I think those are a couple of ways in which which uh, listeners can get involved in a, in a very meaningful way. So thank you so much for taking the time to participate in our Impact Series podcast. We are really excited to continue following Nova Pioneer and the developments to come. Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, um, hope it was uh, hope it was a, a great listen. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for the support and the kind words of encouragement.